Hello and welcome to Weekly Weird News, brought to you by Cutting the Bull in the Post-Truth Apocalypse. And I believe this is our Christmas edition of Weird News. So I've picked some slightly darker things, because, you know, you can you hear the jingling bells? Yeah, Santa. <laughs> Santa. And he's, oh, oh, oh. and he's just been taken out by an RPG. <laughs> this is Telford, after all. <laughs> yeah, full of RPGs in Telford. <laughs> sounded like he was with his hose. Uh, it's a pimp, he? Oh, oh, oh. Hey. You're not getting the crown. Not getting You're losing the crown for that. Yeah, I might take, take it off you and put you on the table, actually. That crown has just been stomped on the floor now and bent out of shape because of you. I pushed me luck, didn't I? Yeah, yeah, yeah. you did. Really did. But yeah, this is a sister show where we, we talk about some weird stuff that's happened in the week. Have I introduced us? I'm Ben. I'm hanging out with Mike. Hello. Claire. Hey. And Pete. Hey. I got, I got off on one then, sorry. It's Christmas. So yeah, I've chosen some darker things this week, because they're on Mike Scott, I haven't seen it. Yeah. You can follow us on Facebook at Cutting to the Bull and the Post Truth Apocalypse, YouTube at Apocalypse Bull, and SoundCloud and most other podcasting platforms at Cutting Through the Bull in the PTA. So, police start digging for 70 bodies after daughter claims her dad is a serial killer. 70? Hell of a score. Police are using. <laughs> are you keeping score? <laughs> are you. Jamie, how many have you got? I've already got Yeah. You're just like, hell of a score. Like, yeah. What's your score? <laughs> <laughs> Not 70, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Tay. <laughs> Thought this flat was going to smell funny. Mm. <laughs> I've always wondered what that big barrel is in the corner of the room. <laughs> That's just full of cocks. <laughs> <laughs> you just take one out and suck on it. See? Like an ice pop. Yeah. It's a big giant pickle jar full of pickled penises. Yeah. <laughs> oh, um, shit. So, police are using cadaver dogs and taking dirt samples at a property in the US to help establish if a woman's claims her dad had murdered 70 women and dumped their bodies at Troom. Lucy Studi McKitty has alleged that her late father, Donald Dean Studi, was a serial killer who forced her and her siblings to dump the bodies of women he killed into a 100-foot well on the property in Iowa. Oh, fucking hell. The 53-year-old said that Studley, who died in March 2013, aged 75, was routinely drunk and killed women by smashing or kicking their heads inside a trailer. If proven, the claims would make Studley one of the worst serial killers in American history. Sources told Newsweek that authorities planned to bore into the well where the bodies were dumped and dig and test for shallow graves. McKinney is said to have pushed for authorities to act for 45 years and reportedly said, finally when told the land was being examined on Tuesday. Deputy Sheriff Tim Bothell said that McKinney had told them about her father's alleged history in 2007, which prompted them to excavate a portion of the property, a process that cost the county $300,000. Authorities are now planning a second excavation after searching land behind the Studi property. Cadaver dogs are said to have hit on four spots on the property. McKinney's elder sister Susan, however, has rubbished the claims, telling Newsweek, I'm two years older than Lucy. I think I would know if my father murdered. I would know if my dad was a serial killer. He was not, and I want my father's name restored. Mm. She suggested cadaver dogs may have been misled by remains of their stillborn infant sister who was buried on the property along with a dog. 
The studio reportedly forced his children to pile dirt and chemical lye on top of the bodies after dumping them into the well. Lucy said, all I want is to get these sites dug up and to bring closure for people and to give these women a proper burial. My father was a lifelong criminal and murderer. McKinney told deputies in 2021 that she had heard stories there could be up to 15 bodies buried on her father's land, but she only knew about five personally. The Des Moines Register reported. Has she been arrested for aiding and abetting a serial murderer then? I guess if you're a child, then what can you do in that situation? She's 50 fucking whatever she is now. So why is it taking her up until now to disclose this information? No, she's been asking for right, years. in 2007, she was still think fucking forced. In 2007, why didn't they do a more comprehensive search? Oh, yeah. Because the cost, Mike, cost them 300 grand. I know, but there's something 70 in this bodies. doesn't add up. I don't know. There's something mm. in this story that doesn't add up for me. Especially the, the other sister denying it. Yeah. Stockholm Syndrome? Or yeah, was she, she just completely, there's a possibility. Out, was she completely out of the loop? Maybe. Or maybe the other one is a bit mentally ill and made it up. That's also a valid point. That's yeah. kind of what I've been thinking all from the beginning of this story. But still, if it's true, big if true, 70. Well, yeah. How the bloody hell did you get away with that? Yeah, it went from 70 to the bottom of the article, 15. Yeah, she knows of 15. You gotta dig the well out yet? No, there was. She knew of five, up to fifteen. She, she oh yeah, heard. she heard stories. Yeah, but they get the the land of the well dug up, didn't they? So she's heard stories about this, or was she actually participating in it? She's claiming she was throwing the dirt and lie on top of the bodies after dumping them into the well. God, that well must have stunk. Yeah, I bet. Interesting. It'd be what it'd be nice to uh, get a follow. Be able to follow that one up, definitely. Yeah, we'll try and keep an eye on that. Okay, moving on. This is this is capitalism at its worst, Mike. Conjoined twin electricians spark outcry after revealing they are paid single salary. <gasps> spark outcry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a picture of well, a Siamese twin. Conjoined twins, Mike. Oh, Can't say oh, that anymore. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Can't say Simon's twin no more, Mike. They're conjoined twins now. All right, conjoined twins. And they've both got two heads, three arms. I think there's four. I don't know, three maybe? Looks yeah. like three to me. I think there's four, man. I think there's one guy's got his arm up in. Oh, yeah, maybe. But they've obviously got the same torso and legs, I assume. Yeah, go with that. Yeah. Sona and Mona Singh, 19, from Punjab, India, featured in a YouTube interview with documentary filmmaker Rui Senet last month in which they revealed they earned just £200 a month. The siblings appear to have changed their story from previous interviews when they said they were paid two separate salaries. Well, you think it was more? Mm. Yeah, but why should they be paid two separate salaries? If they're doing two people's job... He's got four arms, mate! <laughs> Yeah, but it's a different one, isn't it? What if worked twice as hard? What if one's shit? The well, other one's good. Or you know, he well, checks his work then, doesn't he? The, what, like you go into a job interview and the other one trying to sabotage. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I don't want to work for this firm. Maybe, I do though. Maybe give him an extra fifty percent salary, I suppose. But maybe not. Not two. They've only got two legs. 
So yeah, but they've got two heads. So they can only do like one job at once, really. Two heads and four arms, mate. Mm-hmm. They could stand next to each other and wire something up. No problem. They're electricians. So the twins have been employed as electricians by the Punjab State Power Corporation Limited since last December, where they worked twelve hour shifts in the supply control room. It's an important job, that is. Mm. If they do two people's jobs, yes, they should be paid two people's wage. If they only do one person's job, they should only be paid one person's wage. They've only got one stomach between them, assuming. Oh, so it's only the... All right. They've only got hang on, hang on. We'll find out what they've got. It's quite sad, really. They were abandoned by their parents at two months old. Oh, that's good. They have two hearts, kidneys and spinal cords, as well as two pairs of arms, but share a liver, gallbladder, legs and spleen. So we're assuming they got one stomach then. But you don't want both to go. You don't want to you gotta spit the food, haven't you? Mm-hmm. Unless they one head eat it all. That's... <laughs> oh, that looks great. Yeah, it does. It's fucking lovely, this is. Can I have some? No, it's not your turn, mate. <laughs> <laughs> so tall, you can't do that. Do you think they eat like two different meals at once? Like someone's eating, one of them's eating spaghetti bolognese, the other one's eating bloody, I don't know, some fucking mega hot. What? Oh, no, you have to eat the same thing. Why? Because it'd be like you couldn't mix certain stuff. Well, that's what I mean. You, you couldn't be eating curry and like. Yeah, that's true. the mix of the stomach. Say you were drinking mm. orange, pure orange juice, and the other one's drinking milk. Oh. You'd be sick. Would they both be sick? I guess yeah. you're gonna. You guess you're gonna coordinate on, yeah, on yeah, stuff, haven't you? Yeah, yeah. That thing's curdling big time, couldn't you? Oh, let's go and have a shit. Bad gas. Yeah. Give them both half. Seems fair. <laughs> Bless them. I think it's great. I think it's fantastic. They're no, doing I think job. if they're doing one person's job, then get paid one wage. If they're getting, if they are that's doing two people's jobs, the other person, like, that's he's got to go as one person. Yeah, yeah. he's stuck at work as well. Remember? Yeah, yeah, it's true. There's still one stuck there. It's not like one's just sat at home mm. chilling out. I'm on the door, but I'm always fucking at work. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we have to go where the other goes. I like that they both agreed on profession and followed it through. But I think, in fairness, for the company side, that's what I'm saying. They're trying to rip them off, aren't they? If they're only doing one person's job, I don't think they are. I think they're doing two. If they're doing two separate people's jobs, then fair enough. They need two wages. Just the company trying to rip them off. Yeah. What a surprise! And if that's the case, then yeah, not not with Mm. them. Right, moving on. So there's a new website that lets you check just how far away you'd need to be to survive a meteor strike. It's going to happen one day, people. Bruce Willis ain't going to save us now. No one's ever been killed by a meteor strike, have they? Yeah. In all of history that we know of. I'm pretty sure someone's been killed by no, a meteor. Well, the someone's a there. dog has been killed. I'm sure someone must have been killed. A all dog. The, all the, the dinosaurs. Has been, all well, the dinosaurs. Well, yeah. I mean... <laughs> yeah. Oh, 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 well. Oh, I forgot. Part of them, though. Yeah, I mean... in the, about the whole fucking... The whole population no. of the world. I saw it recorded <laughs> human history. Oh, right. Human history. Yeah. Someone must have been killed by a meteorite. I don't think so, no. A dog has, I think. That's tragic. Aww. Yeah. So, created by uh, the creative coder Neil Argwal, Asteroid Launcher puts a demonstration of a catastrophe asteroid that could impact us. The new page makes you own an asteroid and launch it at Earth to see its effects. Can we pause this and have a go? Yeah. Alright, so we just had a quick look where Mike went a bit over the top and put on the asteroid coming down at a 90 degree angle at 250,000 miles per hour. A mile wide. And it was a mile wide. 
I have a of that on, on Birmingham, which is the closest city to us. How many miles away is Birmingham? 20 miles, 22 miles, something like that. Something like that, it's not far. We're looking at a 44 mile wide crater with an estimated 2.5 million people vaporised instantly. That's half a mile deep. It's equivalent to 11,201 gigatons of TNT. You get one of these every 34 million years on average. Whoa. 56 million people dead just from the fireball. The 90 mile wide fireball. The 90 mile wide fireball. An estimated 8 million people, 8.8 million people received third degree burns. 12.1 million people would receive second degree burns. Clothes would catch on fire within 425 miles of the impact. Trees would catch on fire within 527 miles of the impact. Wow. It's got a 247 decibel shockwave, so that's ear da- ruptured, ear dam- ruptured eardrums within 350 miles. I mean, it's just obliterated everything. <laughs> you know, 600 miles, buildings collapse, 800 miles of homes, 31 million people dead from the wind blast, <laughs> 180 mile an hour winds. Within 528 miles, it would feel, feel like being in a Category 5 tornado. <laughs> then you've got the 9.2 magnitude earthquake, which is going to kill another... Half a million. Half a million people, presumably because there's not that many people left at this point. If they are, they're deaf and their clothes are on fire. Yeah, so it's, you know... Or they're, soft, they're just lying there, burnt horribly. Mm. And the earthquake will be felt 408 miles away. So there you go. Have a look at this. It's the website is www.neal as in n e a l dot fun forward slash asteroid launcher hyphen hyphen launcher. So yeah, see what you do. Have a play around with it. Let us know. Mm. We just annihilated everyone in the world virtually with one asteroid. A mile across. Yep. Well, well, that took out the whole of the UK. Yeah. And probably would have affected France, Germany, all all of those closer European countries towards us, so definitely. Ain't good. It's not good at all. Oh, here we go. In a shocking surprise to nobody, the Pentagon admits it can't account for another $2 trillion again. Uh, And they haven't covered it up with another 9-11. I know, because he said that the day before, didn't he? Claire, you cynic. In typical Ground Dog Day fashion, the Pentagon has failed yet another audit. Yet, for the most part, no one seems to care in the media of government, and when you fail, year after year, it becomes a rule versus the exception to fail basic standards. This recent failure marks the fifth year that the Defence Department has failed to meet the audit requirements set by Congress. Never done it. That's right, the War Department can't fully account for all of its assets. So how bad was it? Well, if you ask the lead money men of the five-sided building, it wasn't that bad. I mean, it's only a couple of trillion dollars worth of stuff that we can't find. I'd imagine most of it was um, left in Afghanistan. Sold off, yeah. Most of it is siphoned off, isn't it, by the companies? Also, they've been given... We haven't been given the... Well, the US hasn't been given the Ukrainians their, their top, top, top kit. They've been given them the stuff they've got lying around that's only a few years out of date and still is absolutely perfect but of course the military industrial complex has to keep selling the next version doesn't it so maybe that's where it's all gone it's all gone to ukraine seek on the sly more than what biden said he's going to they pumped trillions haven't they into ukraine billions anyway oh definitely 
and now the America has got tent cities cropping up everywhere. That many homeless people now. They're actually tent cities. Tent cities. Yep. They've had them for years as well, haven't they? It's getting worse and worse now. Why aren't they building houses? Because they want to keep their house prices high, don't they? For the rich, it's worth a lot. And so they can charge them extortionate rents as well. Everybody needs to rent, and rent prices have gone up for the roof, haven't they? Yeah, I know. That's what happens when you live in an oligarchy. Even people in this country are struggling, aren't they? Everyone's struggling, it's all shit. It's always been shit. Probably a brief period in the 50s. It's getting shitter and shitter, isn't it? Who's being held to account for this, you know, two billion quid or whatever? Yeah, no one. Two two trillion. Two trillion dollars. Because, you know, when they, um, the day before 9-11, all that come out on the news, didn't it? Mm -hmm. Uh, They couldn't account for money then. And then, oh, whoops-a-daisy, there was a plane that went into the side of the Pentagon that just happened to have all those sort of files in it. It's interesting, isn't it? Yeah. They don't care. They don't care, and... How's this going to go missing? Because this will get swept under mm. the carpet as well, won't it? Because I don't think Congress has voted for war since Second World War. I guess. what's meant to happen. But they're I don't called, know. I don't they're know. called military excursions or exercises. They don't call them war. Well, you go, you go under the UN flag, I guess you haven't got to do it. A bit, a bit like Putin's special yeah. mission. Whatever. Special yeah. operation. That's yeah. Well, that's why the British Army in Northern Ireland called it a policing operation. It was a war, really. Yeah. You know, you've that's, got, that's how they get around it. It means insurance purposes, basically. That's what it's known for. It's every war that insurance purposes. America's been in since the Second World War has been illegal. And every, every president should be hanged by the Nuremberg trials, if you're going by that. Yeah, but it's going to happen, is it? Think about that. I want you to say the same for most. It's only one year a British soldier hasn't died somewhere in the 20th century. That was like 1967 or something like that. We've been doing our fair share. Yep. No. It's everybody, isn't it? It's against the law, though, isn't it? It's illegal. There's always been special operations. We look at Panama, Vietnam. Deposing democratic governments. Backing dictators just because they are corrupt and they'll, they'll let us steal the wealth of the people. Big fruit. Yep. Never forget big fruit, they're the Romans. Mm-hmm. What's that, like watermelons and grapefruit? No, bananas mainly. Yeah. They had big fruit as in the fruit corporations. Yeah. They, they started a couple of wars back at the turn of the 20th century. Mm. Yeah. All wars are just to help the military-industrial complex and the companies to rape the earth of the... The natural resources. And to also fucking lose $2.2 trillion yeah, while you're doing it. siphon off money as well. It's all corrupt, isn't it? That's the system we live in. Oh, it's got on the black projects. Yep, that too. You know, those uh, TRB-115s, or whatever they are, T- black triangles mm-hmm. flying to Mars, to the lunar base yeah. there, it's full of super soldiers. <laughs> Allegedly. I bet, I bet that costs a pretty penny to run every year. <laughs> yeah. All those Randy Kramers trotting around. We've Captain to... Randy Kramers trotting around. Well, we've got to defeat the insectoids, Ben. Well, that's it. you got to, haven't you? Mm. If that only costs two trillion a year, Mike, I'm down for it. Uh, did we do an episode of that? Yeah, I think we have. Yeah, yeah we mentioned it on the Solar Warden. Yeah. Go check it out. It's a classic. Okay, next up. Elon Musk wants to put Neuralink implants in people's brains within six months. Nope. Fuck you, Elon. <laughs> nah, Is he going first? Probably. I doubt it. It's too much like the plot of Kingsman for my liking. Mm. 
In a show-and-tell presentation streamed on YouTube, Neuralink announced its intention to begin human trials next year. The company has already applied to the FDA, America's Food and Drug Administration, to allow these trials. So what is a Neuralink implant? What is a Neuralink implant? Yeah. I was just thinking that exact same thing myself. Elon Musk says it's like replacing a piece of skull with a smartwatch. Nope. And that the thickness of the latest version mirrors that of the average human skull. So you've got to get a piece of your skull removed. Nah, I'm not, not really doing for that. <laughs> I like my skull. I like my skull how it is, thanks. Apparently it offers full reversibility and upgradability. Opening up a future where you have to upgrade your head tech each year, just as you might a smartphone. That could not be good for your brain. <laughs> that really could not be good for your brain, having a, a little fucking microwave emitter next to it. Well, hold on, there are some good uses of it. Go on, then. Okay, it monitors brain activity and can be trained to recognise patterns in that activity and turn them into actions. For now, at least, that means controlling a mouse cursor with your mind. For someone who is quadriplegic... He will be able to control a mouse, cursor, or a phone better than someone who has working hands. All right, in, in in those for those uh, unfortunate yeah. people, yeah, yeah, okay. Not for me though. I'm fine. Prototypes have been tested on macaque monkeys, including Fine-ish. one called Sorry. Sake, who was shown during the presentation typing and playing a version of classic video game Pong using the implant. Mm. No Neuralink has two clear far future goals at present. The first is to use the implant to help blind people see, including those who were born blind. Well, we all know we've got to give them a visor, Mike, like Georgie <laughs> the Forge. That's the future. No, I've got to drink to the skull. The second is a clear. <laughs> no, no, I'm drinking to the skull. <laughs> of what Neuralink can do at present by helping those whose mobility issues move or walk. In each case, the implant will be used to bridge the connection between brain and body if a connection is otherwise missing or severed. It's like a positive lobotomy, mm-hmm. then. Yeah, I guess so, yeah. But I've got his skull going instead, isn't it? That's not what they're testing, though. They're testing the monkey than playing pong. No. <laughs> That's not what they're testing. This is not the technology that Neuralink will be testing on humans within the next six months, though, and such advanced uses are far off. According to the FDA website, the body aims to review priority cases in six months, which may be the basis for new earnings on a six-month timescale. And Musk predicts that it would be in human heads by the end of 2020, but he's got that wrong. However, the controversy. In February 2022, the Physicians Committee for Responsible Medicine filed a complaint to the US Department of Agriculture about Neuralink's animal testing. It laid out allegations animals had their brains mutilated, <laughs> that the tests caused extreme suffering, oh, with symptoms including hair loss, anxiety, vomiting, and self mutilating behaviour. Yeah. It'll be fine. It'll be alright on the night. Why, I can't afford to lose more hair. <laughs> it's mentally. I can't afford to lose more hair. Come on. Yeah, yeah. you can phone someone without. Oh, great, and I can control the mouse in my brain. (laughs) Fantastic. (laughs) No. It's just becoming more and more like the future of idiocracy, isn't it? Yeah. And the animals they did put it in, it mutilated their brain. Because it's going to, it's a microwave transmitter next to your brain. One was playing Pong. Yeah. Oh, great. (laughs) I'm sure he really enjoyed that as his brain bubbled. (laughs) (laughs) It's mental, isn't it? Elon Musk. Crikey. Apparently he sleeps next to a load of empty cola cans and a revolver. Nowadays, there is... Does he? 
Yeah, I didn't read. So on Twitter, I, I don't really. He's like, oh, this is my bedside table. And there's like six empty coke cans and a revolver. <laughs> and you're like, are you trying to tell us something, Elon? <laughs> like, what's the crack? Since Twitter, he took over Twitter, he feels threatened, apparently. So he sleeps with a gun next to the Fuck bed. Fuck yeah, no. And, no. and nothing bad's ever happened when a South African sleeps with a gun next to his bed. Perhaps if Oscar Pistorius had a neural link in his brain, he wouldn't have shot that woman. Well, he'd been trotting around on <laughs> some bionic legs for a start, wouldn't he? <laughs> yeah. Presumably. Anyway, yeah, last one of the night, and this is this is kind of a happy one off of the fish. It's so good for the fish, but local as well to us. Yes, yeah, just around the corner, Kidderminster. It's about fifteen miles away. Yeah, yes. Yeah, so also obliterated the meteor strike. <laughs> yeah. yeah, definitely. So a Kidderminster man catches a giant goldfish. So Worcester angler Andy Hackett landed the orange beast while on a trip to France in a region worthy of toasting such success in Champagne. Champagne. Or Champagne, as we say. Yeah, Champagne. Let's not give them the dignification of a French pronunciation <laughs> after last night. So the giant known as the Carrot was introduced to Blue Water Lakes there 20 years ago, proving elusive since. But then it came along Mr. Hackett and Rod, using, you might say, a carrot and a stick approach. Mm. The fish, he explained, was a hybrid of a leather carp and a koi carp. And after a 25-minute battle, it was all over. A goldfish that had been a white whale to many was Mr. Ha- in Mr. Hackett's net. So that fish has been trotting around in that lake having a swim about for 20 years. Yeah. I did see a picture of this the other day. Yeah. It is fucking massive. It's absolutely... Can we see a but picture? But it ain't a goldfish, is it? It's a carp. It's, 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 it's pretty much a Look, goldfish, though. It looks it? like a goldfish. Yeah. Look, yeah. Kind of. Is that a picture of this? We should see uh, so on a picture of this. Should we? Should on a picture of this. £67, this thing weighs. Yeah. 30 kilograms. Yeah. Oof. Wow. So it's like... I don't know, what... Four babies, five babies, no, ten babies. It's like, the way <laughs> is that how you measure things, Pete? I'm not as imperial metric committee, I measure things in babies. <laughs> <laughs> Average weight of a baby, six to eight pounds. Oh, that means you weigh 67 babies, sir. <laughs> <laughs> that might be, I might have to coin that. <laughs> In my book, I'm going to uh, also start the new measurement system of babies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, uh, you have the buttocks that only weigh, weigh half a baby. <laughs> How much does that car weigh? Oh, only 743 babies. <laughs> yeah, that is a That's fucking a monster. Fucking big goldfish. That is a monster. It's about a metre long. Got to be oh, no, you know, is that you? You're using babies. Oh, sorry, it's about it's about four babies long. <laughs> no, it's it's a good it's a good meter. Maybe maybe a little bit longer. A good meter lot across, isn't it? Got a belly on him. But yeah. it's, it's a it's a good a good foot. It doesn't look real, does it? No. It's a very bright orange. As yeah, well. it's humongous. He's twenty years old. That fish. He's been swimming mm. around. No one's ever caught him. The carrot. And then, then this guy, Hackett, turns up. Looks pregnant. Pregnant or fat? I don't 
This, oh, that looks pregnant, that. that sits, Who's uh, banging that? Him. <laughs> it's going to come out with little waders on. Little, little baby goldfish with waders. I know the fish has to deal with a bit of uncomfort for a bit, but it's put back, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. No uh, yeah, they ain't taking that one off to cook and eat. <laughs> Feed a villager. L- lift lift a swim another day. Though, hasn't it? Apparently they have no feeling in their lips. Says, says says all the fishermen out there that were fishing previous lives. I don't know mm. how how they would know that the fish doesn't feel the pain. Mm. I think it's bollocks. I think that's bollocks. Yeah. Oh, I just think it's rubbish, full stuff. I mean, think about it, right? We have been fishing for as long as we've been around as a fucking species. It's got to yeah. be the oldest, oldest profession after yeah. soldier and prostitute and sex worker. But fishing to eat, right? fair dingham. But no one knows how to do it still. What do you mean? Well, yeah, all right, you cast your rod and you do all that, but every fisherman or fisher person will argue on what bait to use, some want live bait, something you should use bits of cheese, something you should use bits of spam. My granddad swore by spam. He didn't catch any more fish than anyone else, but he swore by it. My point is that still no one knows what best to lure a fish with. After all this time, we still get mixed results. Obviously it doesn't matter, does it? Well, it does if you don't catch anything. <laughs> fish will basically eat pretty much anything if it's I'm guessing that, in the water. Yeah, I'm guessing that the spam, the worm, whatever, they all work. To, to a point, extent. but not all the time. So you know, sit there for hours and not missing, catch anything. You're missing Sweet the point, corn, aren't you? Because a lot of people don't go out there to actually catch fish. There's just an excuse just to... Yeah, because they're unhappy at home, like Grandad was. And it's a form of meditation. Have a couple of beers, sit Think there, about looking it. at the lake. If you're alone, sat there for yeah. hours on end in nature, that's as good as meditation, isn't it? Yeah, yeah but that's that's great, and I appreciate it. You know, you're unhappy at home, and you've got a drinking problem. <laughs> well, you want to go down the river and pretend you're doing well, something? Well, there's them as well. There's plenty of them. <laughs> I think it's all of them. But, you know, I don't think... They're doing any harm, are they? I don't understand I don't it. Like, I don't want to catch a fish you've got to throw back. That's the point. Because it's not about the catching them, I just told you. I just think it hurts the poor fishies. If you're going to catch a fish, take it home and eat it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't just pierce its face and then put it back in like that. Yep, see you later. It'll grow back. What, its face? Yeah. <laughs> but, no, and not. if it doesn't, it loses an eye. It's got an interesting story you tell to its fishy mates. It can wear an eye patch and look dangerous. I think one if you're going to... Yeah, one-eyed Harry. But it's, it's just the same as hunting, isn't it? You don't fucking shoot a deer in the eye and go, go on, mate, off you go, slap it on the bum and let it run off. <laughs> you fucking make sure it's dead and then you eat it. It's, it's right, isn't it, though? You don't just maim a fucking bear and then... They, they get to kill them, don't yeah, they? Yeah. All right, not to eat them. That's that's cruel. That's a bad example. It's not quite maiming, is it? No, it's no, still able to I, live I a know, life, and uh, I'm sure. Stick it... a fucking hook through your face and tell me you're all right afterwards. <laughs> yeah, fine. Yeah. Well, loads of people do. They get off on it. <laughs> I don't know about loads of people. Well, a fair <laughs> chunk of society, a fair chunk of people in certain subsectors. And I believe it was Kurt Cobain himself who said. It's okay to eat fish because they don't have any feelings. Something in the way. Never mind. Mm. Okay. Alright, on that anyway, bombshell. Yeah, on that bombshell. On that bombshell. I've been Ben. Thanks for listening. And if your dad is a serial killer, maybe tell people a bit sooner. I've been Mike. Thanks for listening. Peace out. May the force be with you. I've been Claire. Check out the meteor website. I've been Pete. Check out the size of that big beast of a fish. 
בגל. <laughs>